no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. Hello, you beautiful nerds. So, how did you celebrate Timothy Chalamet? Did you watch that new Wes Anderson movie that he's in? No, I'm assuming if you're watching this, you've watched that new Denny Villeneuve sci-fi epic with the most impressive ensemble cast since... I don't know. Mars Attacks? Whatever, there's a lot of fucking people in this movie. Now, I haven't read any of the Dune books or seen the movie or the sci-fi series. I hadn't even seen any of the trailers for this movie. I wanted to go in with completely fresh eyes. As much as I had heard about how grand the scope of this book series was and how unfilmable it was, I was curious if this movie would work as a standalone film. And the answer is... Sorta? But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about what we're talking about. So drink a little something and smoke a little something because we're gonna talk about a little something called... But first, a prelude. In the year of our Lord 2017, director Denis Villeneuve put out a little flick called... It was the much-anticipated follow-up to 1982's Blade Runner. Well, I don't know if it was as much anticipated as it was... Like, it just took a long-ass time to come out. But that movie was fucking incredible. So when it was announced that Denny was going to be directing the new adaptation of Dune, I was hopeful. Dune is very rich. It's an adventure movie. It's a coming-of-age movie. The film is set in a distant future and follows the family of Atreides, a strong and popular house in a sort of intergalactic feudal system that is run by someone known as the Emperor. At the start of the film, House Atreides is ordered by the Emperor to move to the planet Arrakis and harvest the very valuable resource known as spice. Though this is seen as a gift, the Emperor has a sinister plan involving the gluttonous Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. How can the Emperor take everything we built and give it to that Duke? When is a gift not a gift? Now Paul and his family must team up with the indigenous people of Arrakis known as the Fremen and kick the emperor, like fight the emperor? I don't know. About an hour into this movie, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. This is compelling. This is an allegory for so many real world issues. This is, this is. What? This is boring. I wasn't confused or anything. Some people have said that the story was a little too dense and confusing, but I think that it was all very digestible and understandable. Sure, there's a lot to explain, but they did that without me feeling overwhelmed. It just wasn't a whole lot of fun to watch. I will reiterate that this movie looks remarkable. Denis Villeneuve is one of my favorite directors, period. And he's especially gifted at directing sci-fi. And dude brings that incredible gift of visual storytelling to this film. Like, I could probably watch this whole movie on mute with no subtitles and still be able to figure out what's going on. Now, it's noticeably missing Richard Deakins in the DP chair, but motherfuckers in his 70s. He can't shoot every damn thing. Timothy Charlemagne the God is pretty good in this movie. Some critics are calling this a white savior movie, but I'd like to think that since so many people have said that this book series subverts what you would expect from a sci-fi, I think it's gonna pivot before it's all said and done. Dad, what if I'm not the future of House Atreides? Actor Zendaya, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? My name is Zendaya. Batista and Josh Brolin aren't in this as much as you would expect, but they're all doing their usual thing. They're doing some good ass acting. They they some good ass actors. Skarsgård was really good in this too. I forgot which Skarsgård he is. There's a bunch of those guys. They're like the white weigh-ins. But anyway, he was scary as fuck. The makeup and the prosthetics are doing a lot of the work, but I fully believe that this was the most powerful, rich, 
ruthless, selfish, don't give a fuckingest fat ass in the galaxy. The real MVP of this movie, though, is Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica. Her performance was incredible, and she had the most interesting character, too. I mean, she is juggling so much with being the wife of the Duke, a high-ranking member in this lady-only Jedi Order type thing that she's in, and also raising Timothy Shalimar and all the complications that come along with that. This group of women who carries enormous strength and power, they are bodyguards, they are fighters, they can read people. And this is what Jessica is having to deal with being a mother, a lover, and this Bene Gesserit. Other characters, though they were well-performed, still felt like I didn't get enough to know much about them. Javier Bardem isn't in the movie much, but I felt like I got a full idea of who he is. Where Josh Brolin, I mean, I didn't feel like I got to know who he was at all. I've had some fans of the books who have told me that he's a pretty complex, lovable, and interesting guy, but in this he seems more like Shaxx from Lower Decks. Take your never-ending bonfire of rage and bury it in the clay. Get out of here, rage! The structure of this movie is just weird. It's very evident that this was an adaptation of half of one book in a book series because it doesn't really play like a movie. What I would consider the inciting incident doesn't take place until well over an hour into the movie. That being said, that incident is inciting as fuck. I don't know if that's a real thing that people say, but I, you know, that's what I... It was. Like I mentioned before, this flick is very much Denny News style. Dude is very... French. He's not afraid to take his time with a scene and let it build, where most directors would have cut a lot of these scenes. Or at least have edited them where they move the story along a little faster. They even put the most exciting and funny parts of the movie in the trailer. I guess it's because they wanted to trick you into thinking that this is going to be a flick about a chosen one leading a bunch of swashbuckling rebels against an evil force. But this movie is a lot more contemplative than you might think. I mean, no kidding, it feels like a 60s French film but with CGI. This actually reminds me of another book series adaptation, Game of Thrones. Not just because this is like an interplanetary Game of Thrones-like struggle for power, it's also because the first episode is pretty fucking boring. You remember that episode? Nothing happens in that episode. Like, there's that crazy shit with the White Walkers at the beginning, and some crazy shit with Bran at the end, but other than that, there's a lot of people walking around and talking about shit that you don't really understand yet. That first episode spends a lot of time on world building and character development. But shows like Game of Thrones and His Dark Materials have the luxury of being able to stretch their story out over the course of several episodes, rather than having to cram it all into one feature-length film. I appreciate Denny taking the time to develop this strange world in these characters because it does make it that much more engaging when shit finally starts to pop off. And I get why Denny decided to tell the story the way he did, but this is still a movie. Maybe if you're making an actual movie, you need someone like Jon Favreau to make it move at a faster pace. But to tell a story this way, I think it's better served as a miniseries. Because right now we have a damn near three hour movie that only tells half the story of the first book. So it's no wonder it feels incomplete. I can't go as far as to say that this is a bad movie because there are a lot of things that are great about it. But ultimately, I don't think it succeeds at telling a beginning, middle, and end of a story. I really wanted to love this movie because I felt like Denny got dealt a bad hand when Blade Runner 2049 flopped. I'm very intrigued and curious what happens next in this series, but this movie ain't Blade Runner. It felt more like if Star Wars was directed by Federico Fellini, where 2049 was a slow burn, but 
still fun. This movie was slow and boring up until it wasn't. And then as soon as the story got going, the movie just kind of ended. I'm all for high concept sci-fi and Denny is one of the best in the game, but this wasn't the joyful experience I was expecting it to be. I do hope this gets a sequel. I'd hate it if Dune shared the same fate as Blade Runner or Girl with the Dragon Tattoo because I do feel like the full story will make up for how unsatisfying this one felt, but they're really going to have to come with it in the sequels because I'm starting to feel like what people say about this book series is true that it's an unfilmable property. My ranking, I didn't like it. And go watch Blade Runner, god damn it. All right, that's it for this video. Thank you so much for watching. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment. You can dislike if you want to, I don't give a shit. And don't forget to check out our podcast where me and my brother talk shit about nerd shit. Stay safe, my beautiful nerds, and may the force be with you.